With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This week, we have another full slate of games to look forward to. Luckily for us, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has us covered with so many different ways to get in on the action. DraftKings Sportsbook is based right here in the U.S., not offshore, so you know your funds are safe and secure. Plus, they have new odds, boosts, and promotions on your favorite sports every day. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from wherever, whenever, you don't even have to leave your house. And for those where sports betting is not yet available, head to the DraftKings app and check out all of their daily fantasy contests. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SI when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code SI to get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Yo, what's up? Welcome inside the SI Gambling Podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Corey and Frankie and Benny and coming to you on a big time Tuesday. Another football game before we end week 13 to send you off into your fantasy football playoffs. And we got some big time college hoops on deck for the night. But Frankie talked on this podcast yesterday about the Washington football team being a live dog. And they balked all the way to the end and gave the Pittsburgh Steelers their first loss of the ceiling season excuse me and the vegas whispers get another w yeah that's why it pays but to be a member of the si pro community core we talked about it here you know we thought that that game looked like a live play we also talked that maybe the san francisco 49ers also look like a live play but obviously that's why we're not the handicappers and that's why we always rely on the vegas whispers sharp info because they were all over the uh washington football team and boy did they surely did not disappoint even cashing for a lot of players out there on the money line for those who uh had the you know the cagnolis over there to actually jump out and drop a little sprinkle some of that money on that money line guys but i mean what a what a fantastic uh performance but i'll be honest guys if the redskins get in excuse me if the washington football team gets into the playoffs that defense right now that defense really can travel on the road. They are playing some great ball on that side of the ball. Wow, was I completely impressed with the way that they really took it to the Pittsburgh Steelers and really shut that team down for the majority of the game outside of some bad turnovers and this and that here. But, guys, this is all going to come down to we know in the playoffs, specifically the NFL playoffs, teams that go on the road usually that have a strong running game and a solid defense – really do well, and they travel well. But this injury right now to Antonio Gibson is something to keep an eye on because the Washington football team, they can't afford to lose him. No, and I think that's going to be an important piece right there, Ben. Um, Listen, that NFC East may not be, obviously, it's very nasty division this year, but the Giants and the football team 
are starting to step up and stand up and look like they are going to be guys that will be making the playoffs as a as a division winner. And also, maybe some people starting to think, hey, maybe these guys can hang close, maybe win a home playoff game. We've seen with Antonio Gibson, we've seen Wayne Gallman, Joe Judge is like a strong candidate for NFL head coach of the year. One thing about the Giants, one thing about the Skins, they don't quit, unlike the Eagles and the Cowboys. Yeah, it's been a pretty remarkable turnaround. In fact, I remember at one point we were probably recording a podcast together, the three of us, maybe about, uh, I'd say maybe six, seven weeks ago or so. And I remember all of us were having the same conversation about the Giants. Like, well, they, they might be like one in five or one in six or whatever they were at that point. But they were hanging around and they were trying to make sure that they were going to hang around in a lot of these games. And I think they were the team that was in dead last in the NFC as far as odds go for it at DraftKings Sportsbook, um, not only to win the division, the NFC East, but also to come out of the NFC East. Like, Dead last. Think about all the terrible teams that are in the NFC this year. Like we've seen it with Dallas. And at one point it was the Lions as a part of that conversation and Carolina and Atlanta. Um, you know, they're they're not going to win the NFC. But at one point, them being the last place team to come out and now win the division, they're on top of the division. And at one point, guys, we could have had some substantial value on the Giants to go ahead and win out and win that division. But hindsight's always 2020 here. They were 25 to 1 at one point. A team that will not be winning that division tonight is in action, Frankie. It is the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, lost season for the Cowboys tonight. They are catching nine and a half to the Baltimore Ravens. Revenge game for Des Bryant. Looks like we're going to have Lamar Jackson back in the mix in this one tonight. The Ravens need this football game. No reason for them to fool around with the lowly Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, it looks like the betters are tend to agree that way. We don't have any Vegas Whisper Shop info yet on this game, but it looks like right now all the money right out out here are guys in Vegas, nearly 70%, and some places almost 75% of the money is pouring in on the Ravens. And as you said and uh, alluded to, uh, Corey, I think this is directly correlated, all this money coming in with the fact and the news that Lamar Jackson is going to make his return off the COVID-19 reserve list, as well as his uh, running backs who are... Uh, you know, specifically J.K. Dobbins, who will also be back and coming off that COVID-19 list because we saw that that team was a completely different team uh, last week when they were unable to, you know, gather that victory against uh, the fellow AFC North rival Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, with RG3 under center and at the helm. They were able, you know, they, they weren't able to get the job done coming up a little bit short in that game. And they're going to be looking to Lamar Jackson and leaning on him. But I am worried a little bit, guys, about laying that kind of number even despite the fact that the Dallas Cowboys have struggled struggled of late, I'm a little bit worried about laying that kind of number and worried about any kind of rust that may be coming from that Ravens offense specifically. You know, and also on the other side of the ball, I haven't really been impressed with the Ravens defense this year because with some injuries and, you know, some other inconsistencies on the back end, I'm a little bit worried that the, you know, Andy Dalton and your boys, Corey, might be able to make some noise on the, you know, in the deep passing game. Interesting stuff right there, Ben. You look at the fact of the Dallas Cowboys, you know, being terrible this year. Baltimore has not been great in the past month. Like I said earlier, this is a game that they kind of must have. Being that they must have it, they must win. They don't have to win by 10 to 15 points. All they have to do is win. And also want to know your thoughts on that total. Yeah, the total right now, I think, is at 45 on DraftKings Sportsbook. We might have seen it sneak up to, to 45 and a half at one point, but uh, at least where I'm seeing it now as we're recording this podcast, it's currently over at that number of 45. I, I, I tend to look at it in a couple of different ways, guys. I either think the Ravens just come out 
blitz the hell out of them, blow them out right from the very get-go, score on their opening drive. Lamar Jackson has that performance that they really need from him. Uh, or it's just more stagnant plays, and Dallas hangs around, and Ezekiel Elliott gets himself back on track. Guys, he had three PPR points in the Thanksgiving game against exactly. Washington. Three. Three, and, and that's not just you know standard league. That's PPR. So it's almost you you fall out of bed in the first quarter if you're a, a first-round draft pick uh, and get three-plus PPR points. But uh, right now, Amari Cooper is the, the only reliable option in that offense. They still have CeeDee Lamb. Michael Gallup's been uh, on a milk carton this year. It, it's just you, you just don't know what to get. And you're, if you're talking about desperation, I suppose you could make the argument in theory that the Cowboys should have that same type of desperation as the Baltimore Ravens. But the difference is that the Cowboys have been in this spot all year, and I don't think that they're just waiting around to say, all right, well, we need a challenge in the final portion of the season. If they were would, were to have taken advantage of their talent, they would have pounced at this point by now, right? Like that That's kind of what I keep coming back to, is that if they really were truly ready and not had quit on Mike McCarthy, which were some of the reports in weeks three and four of the season. They were, already, they were already, they were yes. already done with McCarthy in the first month into the season. Right. And he's, he's in year one of what a five or a six year deal. Conversely with Baltimore, this is an act of desperation. And so I, I think even with that high number, certainly that's the way in which the line has moved over the course of the week with this opening up at Ravens minus seven to upwards of nine. So at some books, it's nine and a half. I think that's an okay line to be able to go with on Baltimore today. My initial thoughts here uh, are that Baltimore is going to end up pulling away in this game, and we'll see whether or not Dallas ends up backdooring it. But I I do think early on uh, you'll see the Ravens come out ready to go, and and maybe you start to look at a first-half wager instead, knowing that the Ravens need to get off to a good start because if they continue to wait around and give Dallas any sort of confidence, uh, then I think you're completely out of luck. I don't want to misquote you, Ben, but it sounds like you like laying the number with the Ravens. I myself am going to stay away from it. I'm going to be on the college hoops tonight, Frankie. If you had to put something on this one right here, or are you going to stay away? Uh, to be honest, guys, I, I'll probably be looking to stay away, but I'll be interested. I, I, I'll be obviously I'll be jumping in with both feet if I know that the Vegas Whispers uh, information. Those guys come in and we, we get some information that we actually really want to use. But for me right now, my strong lean is to be grabbing the points and and backing the Dallas Cowboys because, like I said, I feel like this game the back door can be completely wide open uh, because of the fact that I believe that you know. Listen, I'm worried. I'm still a little bit worried about you know what's going on with Ezekiel Elliott. Obviously. It's a down year for him. It's a, a bad offensive line right now would be set by injuries and some other things that are going on with, with the Dallas Cowboys. They're obviously missing their star quarterback in Dak Prescott. But guys, against this Ravens defense, I'm not so scared. And I think that you could be looking at, you know, Michael Gallup, you know, you know the tight end Schultz, I, you know, maybe even uh, Amari Cooper having a big game against this team because I think that they're going to be in full pass mode, you know, come the second half. And if that's going to be happening, I'm worried about them virtually needing to win, the Ravens needing to win by 10 points in this game, coming off, you know, with the way Lamar Jackson has played this year, as well as now he's going to be coming off, you know, COVID-19 and the coronavirus and maybe a little bit rusty as well as, you know, those running backs might not be, you know, as sharp as they need to be making, you know, some of their moves. I do think that the Ravens are the more talented team right now and they're the healthier team, obviously. But for me, my lean would be to grab the points. 
All right, well, uh, really, quick, really quickly, though, right. Frankie, if you can get the Ravens right now, I see them at minus five and a half in the first half. If you're talking about Dallas needing to throw a lot in the second half, it's likely an indication that they are down a substantial portion, right? And then maybe Baltimore lets them hang around for a little bit and they end up covering that nine, nine and a half. How do you feel about minus five or five and a half on the Baltimore side in the first half? Because that's where I think I'm going to lean. Hey, listen, I can, I can agree with that, but I'm still, once again, that brings me back to me being worried about does Lamar Jackson come out rusty? If he does, then that would blow up all the opportunity and the value of a first half wager. Uh, I'm, I, I, for me personally, I, you know, I, I, I spoke to some of the guys around here in Vegas that I do respect, and they said that they feel that this number should be closer to three. So for a, for a first half number. So I, I tend to say that this number has steamed and guys, once again, we're seeing this way too often, especially in primetime games, the games that have nearly 80%. If this number creeps up to over 80% of the money being on the Baltimore Ravens tonight, then in all honesty, Vegas whispers information or not, I'll probably be jumping in and grabbing the points with the Cowboys because I want to be on the side of the books. That's going to be interesting. I'm not. I'm not ever going to depend on the Dallas Cowboys, especially not in not in this season right here. I've seen too much of it, and I do not want to see no more. I'll be on the North Carolina Tar Heels, checking out some college basketball and stuff of that likes tonight. Now, Frankie, back when me and you were in our teen years, they used to have the ACC Big East Challenge. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So tonight we get the ACC Big Ten Challenge, and we get the Big East Big Twelve battle. Now, the ACC Big East Challenge was like go home. Do your homework, must watch TV when I was, you know, when I was a prep star. You know, no, not a prep star, but when I went when I was a prep, you know what I'm saying? So I went to a I'll say legendary, but a legendary all boys Catholic high school in the Bronx, big time basketball program, St. Raymond's High School for Boys. Now, everybody was college basketball. That was our life at school. You know what I'm saying? College basketball, high school basketball, the NBA, that's all we did. You know what I'm saying? Now, our school, this is enough to people how small world this is, fellas. So our school, we had a head coach who has now become a legendary uh, high school basketball coach. His name is Gary DeCesar. Now, Gary DeCesar has been coaching big-time high school programs across the country for God knows how long now, right? So Mr. DeCesar ends up hiring as he goes along the way he leaves high schools and he transfers and goes to different cities. He'll always hire some of his former, you know, players, but a lot of his former players end up going to, co- to, to coach on the collegiate ranks. Now, one of the collegiate coaches is Emmanuel Richardson. Emmanuel Richardson was the bag man for Sean Miller in Arizona. Emmanuel Richardson ended up going to jail behind this, but don't worry. He's out now. He's fine. Orlando Antigua, big-time basketball player in New York back in the day. He's been alongside Coach Calipari for years now. So, you know, they have some coaches that come out of this area. Now, when I went down to school in South Carolina, dude that I was a roommate with, and he's still a dear friend of mine to this day, he played at a high school, small high school in South Carolina called Hillcrest. Hillcrest was just coming off of winning the South Carolina State Championship. Now, my friend was the sixth man on that team. Two of the starters on that team were Ray Allen, NBA Hall of Famer. Another starter Jesus on that Shuttlesworth. Team, yes, uh-huh. Another starter on that team was Demetrius Morant. Now, Demetrius Morant, his son, is the reigning NBA Rookie of the Year. 
Now, to bring this story all wow. together, Coach DeCesar now coaches in Florida. And guess who his best player is? Ray Allen Jr. How about that? Wow. That's a, that's a crazy world. Wow. It's crazy how this all comes together just like that, yeah. right? That's no joke. So it's small world. You never know what kind of circles you can be tied into. But now let's get into some of this action from tonight. And let's start with the Big East's Creighton Blue Jays uh, been going up against the Kansas Jayhawks, a matchup of two top 10 ranked teams. I know you edited the article. What does Roy say about this one and where is he going with it? Yeah, there's going to be a lot of points in this game, especially with two offenses that like to go at a pretty high pace over the course of the game. Uh, you have Coach McDermott over at Creighton. They shoot a lot of threes. Conversely, with Kansas, you know it's been it's been point guard you the last handful of years. Uh, they're they're missing Devon Dotson, who was uh, undrafted, ended up signing with the Chicago Bulls. Uh, but this is just somebody who uh, was really in control of the backcourt. So this game's actually kicking off at 5 o'clock Eastern today. So probably by the time you're listening to this, this game is either just underway or it's about to be. Um, and, and right now, he's taking a look and, and, and likes Creighton to be able to cover the number. Here's the thing about, uh, about this matchup is that normally you take the other side because it's Bill Self in a close game at Allen Fieldhouse, where I believe he's lost a total. Bill Self, just, just for, for reference... Uh, Bill Self has won more Big 12 championships with Kansas than he has losses at Allen Fieldhouse over the course of his career. Like he started at KU in 2003, and I think he has either 11 or 12 losses total at Allen Fieldhouse. Now, the difference is that there's no crowds in the stands. There's no home court advantage anymore other than just having a little bit of familiarity with the building. So Roy's going with Creighton with the points. They've done a really good job this year. I think they, he mentioned that they have six different players that are scoring in double figures. If KU can lock down on defense the, the way they did in the Champions Classic, they'll be okay because you can move the ball and you can score on Creighton fairly easily. Uh, I'm probably going to go the other side. I'm going to take KU just because they're at home and that number doesn't really... Uh, excite me at three and a half but we've seen some movement i think go from at one point ku at minus four and a half all the way down to three and a half so i'll still lean ku but i don't know if it's necessarily the sharp side speaking of those numbers frankie what are you seeing right now on those numbers for that uh top, or for those two top 10 teams when they face off tonight yeah, the only thing that I have, guys, is that we have to pay attention to, once again, we look at it often. I can't stress it enough here at SI Gambling Podcast. Guys, we talk about it all the time. Reverse steam. I, I reached out. I only got responses to set, uh, just a two of my sources here because, obviously, everyone has is, is been busy uh, throughout the day with a lot of stuff going on, including, you know, an NFL game that's normally not on a Tuesday, affecting a lot of the handle. And, it, obviously, there's, you know, a lot of things coming through on the board with all the, uh, you know, college, uh, college basketball as well. But, guys – uh, they they highlighted to me that they are high right now on 66, and I'm seeing uh, another place, 69% of the money is following Roy's advice of Creighton. However, both of those books where they are high on Creighton, I did a little bit more research on my own, and they have moved the line in the opposite direction, going from three and a half up to four in favor of Kansas. So for me, I would look to be backing Rock Chalk Jayhawk here and fading that reverse team if I had to have a play on the, you know, on this game right now. Normally I would always be looking to, you know, give the respect and back a Big East team, being a Villanova Wildcat myself. I watch a lot of Big East basketball. It's probably the only conference that I really pay strongly strong attention to besides Too bad they killed it. Yeah, they, they, they are just it's unbelievable. They killed it. They killed yeah. it. 
<laughs> they did kill the Big East, but the, what it used to be. But I'll tell you right now, they, they did kill it in a way, but that's because of money and greed and television. College revenue. football, yeah. College football killed the Big East. Yes, but I mean, overall, though, Corey, I gotta. I don't think that's it's it's dead as you think, though, because I think it gives a school like Creighton, it gives the schools like Marquette that really have an opportunity and a strong, you know, basketball program to really get in the spotlight that they honestly deserve. Those teams have really been some really good teams, you know, when going all the way back to the days of Dwayne Wade playing for the Marquette Golden Eagles. So, you know, I, guys, you know, to me, I, I still love the Big East. And and I and I think that it's, it's amazing what the Big East has been able to accomplish. And that's why I think that it's even more impressive what Jay Wright's been able to accomplish winning two national championships, you know, right. in, in, a, in, in a, you know, in this band because of the fact of what happens. But Guys, I, I I think that you know as, as much as it pains me to say, I don't often like to back Bill Self because I don't believe uh, I I often believe that he burns money. But in this particular instance, I would look at to be back in Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Yeah, I wouldn't be backing him in March, but I think that could be the play tonight. And the and and another game tonight, uh, North North Carolina Tar Heels at the number three Iowa Hawkeyes. We got this one going down tonight. Now here's the situation with this one right here. So these are two of the best players in the country going at it tonight. Garrison Brooks, probably the ACC Player of the Year. And then we have Luca Garza, who's probably going to be the Player of the Year. Shout out to Luca Garza. He's from the DMV area, the uh, District of Columbia area. As a matter of fact, Luca's coach in high school was Chuck Chuck Drizel. Chuck Drizel obviously is the coach of uh, the son of the legendary Lefty Drizel. Lefty made his bones at the University of Maryland, coaching the great Lynn Bias. Now we get these two teams tonight tangling in Iowa. Ben and the Hawkeyes, number three in the nation, they look to be like the solid play right here. Yeah, and we've seen this line move a little bit too. At one point when uh, Roy Larkin pro put together his article over at SI Gambling this morning, uh, we saw the Hawkeyes come in at minus four and a half, and that's the play that he has. However, uh, right now, if you look over at DraftKings Sportsbook, that line has since shifted down to three and a half uh, for Iowa. I Fran McCaffrey just kind of bugs me a little bit as their head coach. I like that they play a fun style of basketball, but he's always crying and, and moaning and complaining. And, you know, I'm a Roy Williams guy. Um, the, the one thing you brought up Brooks and there's a little bit of concern about his ankle, but he's having an awesome start to the year. So um, with that sort of concern, especially trying to have to match up against Garza, uh, I think he'll be okay. Cause, cause the Hawkeyes really don't play a whole lot of defense. They're just going to pound you inside and they're going to make a lot of threes. So uh, I'll take North Carolina here. You're not going to get much of a, of a home court advantage and i've actually been a little bit impressed by what i've seen out of carolina so far this year so an upset on the road uh give me the tar heels at iowa uh over in the big 10 acc challenge interesting call right there if north carolina has a poor season this year or they don't live up to expectations i wouldn't be surprised if roy calls it after this season right here roy's starting to get up in age a little bit what what are the books saying on this game right here frankie now, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of an education on this game, guys, and a little bit of education for all the uh, subscribers and listeners out there. This is a game that we actually witnessed a head fake, and here was the head fake. The uh, betters out there and a lot of the sharps, they pushed this total up from 155 that and a half that it opened on this game out here in Vegas. They pushed it all the way up to 161-160. And then not too long ago, the Vegas Whisper Shops, they jumped in and we shared it over in the SI uh, community chat for all the SI Pro members and the play guys on this game. We're going to give out a, a free play here right now. And that would be on the under, which was played at 160. That number is now currently sitting, I believe, in some shops here around Vegas 
all the way down, back down to 156 and a half as we've been doing this, this podcast recording, guys. So as we've been doing that, I've been working the phone lines. I've been working, you know, some, you know, getting us the, the best information possible. But here is an example of why Vegas Whispers information is out there. And always be careful of the head fakes because this game, a lot of people might have been looking at the steam saying, wow, this game opened at 155 and a half and it's all the way up to 161. It looks like the players on the over. Not so fast, guys, because before you know it, here's the head fake. They pumped this game up to get it as high as possible before they came and smacked it back the other way in a much larger fashion. So the official play for Vegas Whispers for college basketball on Tuesday night free play here on the SI Gambling uh, Podcast brought to you by DraftKings is on the under in North Carolina, Iowa, going under 160 in the total. Inside game, the story of Tim Donaghy. That's exactly what some of these guys like to do. Now, with that being said, going on to our next contest, uh, Ben, and you know how I am with this type of stuff right here. We got the Illinois Fighting Illini going to Duke Cameron Indoor to take on the Blue Devils in this one. Now, Ben, you've been around long enough to know how I how I roll and how I get down. Right now with this game, we're seeing 77% of the spread bets taking the Illinois fighting Illini plus four and a half. But when it comes to basketball, if I see a trendy dog, I fade him. I know. I, I don't blame you for that. And then Illinois, actually, they had a test a little bit earlier in the season. They went up against Baylor, and uh, it didn't go particularly well for them. But uh, I, according to uh, RSI gambling analyst Roy Larking, uh, he also likes another opportunity to, to jump on uh, Illinois in this game despite going on the road. It, it's pretty remarkable to have a situation with no home court advantage uh, and to look at a team like Illinois that's got a bunch of seniors, a bunch of guys with experience uh, going into Cameron Indoor and, and say, you know what, I, I feel confident uh, in Illinois to being able to go ahead uh, and win this game. So that's the side that he is on for tonight. It's probably a stay away from me, uh, only in the sense that I'm not really sure where the movement has gone. Maybe Frankie has a little bit more insight. But uh, another back and forth, and I think probably a, a fairly physical battle because the, the Illini don't tend to to go a whole lot of up-tempo. Brad Underwood's more of a defensive-oriented coach. So I, I'm not quite sure as far as this final game on the slate. I can tell you that over at SI Gambling, uh, our, our Roy Larking has the fighting Illini in this one. What we see in Frankie on this one right here between the Blue Devils and the Fighting Illini. Well, some of the shops out here in Vegas, I, I asked them about this game right now, and they said that there are that the action that they're seeing it's avoiding this point spread, and you know that what the shop money that they've seen is uh, backing the Duke Blue Devils on the money line. Something that I would actually not be looking to do myself no. because I would not be looking to lay one seventy, one eighty in that range. They laid one sixty uh, was the price that they got down on there for you know a couple of respected guys, but right now overall, I don't have any real shop. Uh, action on this game right now um you know so guys I, I for me it's a complete stay away i'm not really so sure what you really should get out of this uh you know out of the dukies this year you know the blue devils are a team i like to see you know come together and play together more because obviously as we know they're always talented and always loaded with their rosters but guys i'm going to give you a little bit of hint out there if you're looking for a game i'm going to give you one of the vegas whispers games that you need to be doing and this is going to be a little bit of a riddle. Let's see how good the listeners out there and if, how many people stay out there. If you want to be able to beat the books tonight, show no mercy. That's all I'll tell you. Show no mercy in college basketball. If you can figure out if you can figure out what that is, then you'll know what the free play is. Yeah, that so, Frankie, Frankie, you just gave out that play for a game in a flash. 
that's another that's another hint for you. Ah, look at that! It's <laughs> a lot going on. It's a lot of double talk coming from the SI Gambling Podcast crew. Listen, good stuff as always. Don't forget, we got three. We got some games on deck tonight, and we got a couple Vegas Whispers plays. We got a riddle, and we got an under. So there you go, right there. We'll be back later on this week to get back to the NFL portion of things. Don't forget, we got NBA coming up, college football coming up this weekend. It's a lot going on. Make sure you keep it locked right here. And if you haven't yet, do yourself a, a favor and join the SI Fantasy Pro community. For Ben and Frank and you, Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, we are out.